Good morning, and welcome to Simply Space. It's Monday, February 19th. On today's show, Rocket Lab launches the Address-J Space Junk Inspection Satellite for Astroscale, giving us a first glimpse of the historic rocket that will launch Australia into the space age. Plus, a Japanese space debris inspection probe is launched. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Space. We start off with a leap into the cosmos as Rocket Lab has launched an innovative space junk inspection satellite for the Japanese company Astroscale. The satellite, known as Address-J, is designed to inspect a large piece of space junk, a defunct Japanese H-2A rocket stage in low Earth orbit. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Space. Can you tell us more about this mission? Certainly, David. The Address-J mission is the world's first attempt to safely approach and characterize an existing piece of large debris in space. Address-J stands for Active Debris Removal by Astroscale Japan. The mission is part of an orbital debris removal program, and during this phase, Address-J is designed to test technologies and operations for approaching and monitoring debris objects. What is the significance of this mission in the context of the growing problem of space junk? The issue of space junk is a growing concern as we continue to launch more satellites into orbit. The Address-J mission aims to make progress in humanity's fight against space junk. The 330-pound satellite will deliver data that will assist in removing space junk, ensuring the sustainable use of space for future generations. Can you tell us more about Astroscale, the company behind this mission? Astroscale was founded in 2013 and has subsidiaries in the United Kingdom, the United States, France, and Israel. The company focuses on the removal of space debris. In 2021, Astroscale launched a demonstration mission called ELSA-D, which captured a piece of simulated debris in orbit using a magnetic system. And in 2026, Astroscale plans to capture and remove two defunct British satellites from orbit on a mission called COSMIC. What's next for the Address-J after its successful deployment? The Electron successfully deployed Address-J about 373 miles above Earth. The satellite's target is the upper stage of the Japanese H-2A rocket that launched the GOSAT Earth Observation Satellite in 2009. Address-J will fly around the stage, inspecting it with cameras. After deployment, Astroscale's full mission will take between three and six months to complete. What about Rocket Lab's future missions? On closer inspection is Rocket Lab's 44th mission overall and its second of 2024. On this year's previous flight, Rocket Lab recovered the Electron's first stage from the sea as part of its ongoing effort to make the booster reusable. However, there will not be a rocket recovery on this mission. Thanks for that update, Abby. Now, let's shift our gaze from the cosmos to a historic moment closer to home. Gilmer Space Technologies, a Gold Coast-based company, is preparing for the first rehearsal launch of an Australian-built rocket named Eris. This comes ahead of its maiden orbital launch later this year. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Space. Can you tell us more about this rocket and its launch? Certainly, David. The Eris rocket has been fully assembled with final touches being made to the launch pad and infrastructure. It weighs over 30 tonnes and measures 25 metres. 
The vessel is designed to carry satellites into space and has been in production since Gilmore's rocket program began in 2015. The team is working towards an official launch in April, which would make it the first locally made rocket to lift off from Australian soil. That's quite an achievement. But what are the potential challenges they might face? As with any first-time launch, there are risks involved. Adam Gilmore, the co-founder and CEO of Gilmore Space, acknowledged that it's always tricky with the first rocket in case something goes wrong along the way. However, he remains optimistic and believes that their success will usher Australia into the space age. And how is this project being funded? The project has received a major boost after raising $55 million from investors, including Queensland Investment Corporation and superannuation firms HostPlus and Hester. This investment will allow the team to make at least four launch attempts. Gilmer expects that the first trials might not reach orbit, but the funding provides a buffer for at least two years. So, what's the next step for Gilmore Space Technologies? The next step is the first rehearsal launch in the North Queensland town of Bowen. If that goes well, they'll be ready for the official launch. They're currently waiting on approvals from the Australian Space Agency, which they expect to receive soon. Indeed, it's an exciting time for Gilmore Space Technologies and Australia's space industry. Thanks for that update, James. In related news, a Japanese firm is addressing another pressing issue in space, debris. They've announced the successful launch of a spacecraft designed to inspect potentially dangerous man-made junk orbiting the Earth. The European Space Agency estimates that around 1 million pieces of debris from satellites and rockets large enough to disable a spacecraft are in orbit. Our correspondent Michael is here to discuss this further. Can you tell us more about this mission, Michael? Certainly, David. The spacecraft, known as the Active Debris Removal by Astroscale Japan, or ADRAS-J, is set to rendezvous with and examine the remains of a Japanese H-2A rocket that has been floating in space for the last 15 years. The probe was launched from New Zealand and Astroscale has confirmed that they've successfully made contact and are ready to start operations. What's the significance of this particular rocket, the H-2A? The H-2A rocket body was launched by the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency, or JAXA, back in 2009. It's about the size of a bus, but its precise location and orbital position are not known. Using observation data from Earth, Astroscale will determine the estimated location and ADRAS-J will approach from a safe distance. It will then gather images to assess the structure's movements and condition. And how does this mission fit into the broader context of space debris management. Space debris has been accumulating since the dawn of the space age, with the problem accelerating in recent decades. The Adras J spacecraft, which Astroscale says is the first of its kind, was selected by JAXA for the first phase of a program aimed at removing large debris of Japanese origin in cooperation with private companies. Potential solutions for managing space debris include using a laser beam to push objects into a new orbit and Astroscale's own space tow truck, which uses a magnet to collect and move out-of-service satellites. This isn't the only recent achievement for Japan's space program, is it? No, it's not. The launch of the Adras-J mission came after Japan successfully launched its new flagship H-3 rocket following years of delays and two previous failed attempts. Additionally, last month, Japan achieved a soft lunar landing with an unmanned probe, making it just the fifth country to do so. 
That's quite a series of accomplishments. Thanks for the insights, Michael. Speaking of accomplishments, SpaceX's Starship Booster has been making headlines for its fiery attempts to reach orbit. Now, the company plans to launch this colossal rocket regularly from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. To facilitate this, SpaceX will refurbish an Apollo-era launch site and construct a new one, as per a recent environmental impact statement. Here to delve deeper into this is Bella, a correspondent for Simply Space. Bella, can you give us an idea of the scale of the Starship booster? Certainly, David. The Starship is the largest, most powerful rocket ever to fly. It stands at 394 feet, which is taller than both the Apollo Saturn V and NASA's Space Launch System. It's equipped with 33 Raptor engines that generate over 16 million pounds of thrust, twice that of the Saturn V. As for payload, Starship can put 150 tons into orbit, with both stages designed to return to Earth for reuse. That's quite impressive. How does this compare to the frequency of launches for other rockets? Starship is designed for frequent, repeated flights, unlike the Space Launch System, which only flies once every two years or so. This is why SpaceX is keen on basing it at Kennedy, as it could mean a replay of the Apollo 11 liftoff every couple of weeks. What about the impact of these launches on the ground? SpaceX's first orbital launch attempt from Texas resulted in a spectacular and somewhat destructive effect on the ground. The launch pad was underdesigned, leading to concrete slabs being torn up, wildfires ignited, and cars demolished far from the pad. This led to environmental concerns and the FAA demanding improvements to the launch facilities and the design of Starship. So, what are SpaceX's plans for the launch sites at the Kennedy Space Center? According to the environmental impact statement filed by the U.S. Space Force, SpaceX proposes to take over Space Launch Complex 37, which was built in 1959 and used for testing the early Apollo boosters. It's currently being used by United Launch Alliance for its Delta IV Heavy rocket, which will be retired later this year. SpaceX plans to partly demolish and rebuild this complex to handle Starship. The statement also mentions the construction of another complex, SLC-50, nearby. What does this mean for the future of commercial launches? The securing and construction of such massive launch complexes indicate a shift in the future of commercial launches. Instead of only a couple of launches per year, we could see super-heavy rockets lifting off regularly, making it as routine as a jetliner taking off. That's certainly a future to look forward to. Thanks for the insights, Bella. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Space. We'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>